This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello, welcome to the Lattice Football Forney with me, George Harrison, and me, sexy Dave Bradley. Ooh. Quite weak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh, pretty chilled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. <laughs> I thought I thought we changed tap this week. Yeah. Talk about something else. What? Just anything, cricket? Anything? No, I don't like cricket. The roughy heads. I don't know anything about them. Well, rugby? No. Don't know anything about rugby. Uh, snooker. Not really snooker season, is it? Golf don't like golf no one likes golf <laughs> um fashion <laughs> oh i uh, can see this is only heading one way sexual endeavors <laughs> no <laughs> okay, <fair enough. laughs> you, you know you know how that gets me going Dave. well yeah um yeah i guess we'll have to talk about that it's won't we yeah why not you know let's, uh, as much as i don't want to let's uh, get to it but um look we, we we reluctantly provide this platform every week <laughs> For, despite so, no, despite despite getting getting free platform. yeah and getting criticized for like not letting people have their say mm-hmm. uh, so i can just tell gaz now he's sat there in the back we're not going to let you in first of all um, you're not <laughs> you're coming right. in maybe you're not coming in um <laughs> everyone's coming in none of you are coming in look we provided yeah. we're going to let you all we're going to let you all say have you say it's you know there are just some people out there just who don't have the john stones to actually front get get from the behind john stones the- get, Billy Big Airy Bollocks. The front behind their keyboards and get on here. <coughs> yeah, I'm talking of your Ross Coins, your, your Dale Hadfields, people like this mm, who uh, mm, just haven't mm, got mm. what it takes. Who are either too ugly, too stupid, or frankly, <laughs> both. Uh, I don't uh, know. Well, but the platform is here for you. in the eye of the beholder. It is, Beauty's it is, it is. Eye. But the platform You're is here for you guys as much as it's here for anybody else. Um, and if you get, if you come on tonight, we'll let, we'll let you talk. Because I thought what I was going to do tonight is I thought tonight what I'd do is I'd just agree with everyone. <laughs> uh, so come on and I'll agree with you. I'll nod and smile um, and just, you know, have your say and whatever you say, you're right. Okay. Mm. Uh, there's no right and wrong tonight. Except, well, no, in fact, there's no wrong tonight. No, it's just, it's just, just what nobody's you have. Right, nobody's right. It's just a broad church for everyone to pass on their opinions. It's the church of the poison mind, more like that. Well, anyway, let's crack on. Let's get, let's yeah, get right into it. Let's get right into it. Let's get right let's get right into the heart right of heart of envy. Let's go from the lower house to envy, skipping Notts County away, and bring Gaz in. <laughs> You're on mute, mate. You're on mute, Gaz. On mute. No, I'm not. There you go. There You're you right. go. How are you, gents? All right. Yeah. Not bad. Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all. Actually, not bad at you all. Know, you know what? I'm, I'm quite impressed that you've got about ten seconds in and not said sack him yet. So I think that that that's good. So. Um, off you go. <laughs> You've just reminded me. Sacking. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Uh, did you discuss Solio? Um, actually, you know, to be fair... It's your show, guys. Say what you want. No, say what, what you want. You, what you if want you want to talk about Solio, we'll talk about Solio, whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, that's what, I'll start with Solio then. Um, let's add a bit of balance. I actually thought Solio, I struggled to pin that one on Unsworth. Um, and I think that was because... There was intent with the selection. There was intent with the formation. All right, it lacked any substance, I thought, on the pitch. 
on the whole, they genuinely didn't know how to play it, and genuinely, you know, they, there's a serious lack of design and patterns in creating chances. Have two really good chances, though, didn't we? Before, yes, the, we did. We, 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 we should have been two up. We seem to play in moments, we play in moments, mm-hmm. um, like a bit of brilliance from Sutton. Um, you know, the, there's no there's no real design. The, the, the only thing I say we pin on is we, we look to get crosses in the box and hope to get something off it. And yes, we should we should have scored at least one of those two chances. I mean, that being said, um. Mark Kitchen rugby tackled their centre forward, and that should have been a penalty. But anyway, it was it was a stormwaller. Yeah, so. it was. I, I just thought in general what happened. I thought we started well, and then after about 20, 25 minutes, we just started. I was sat in the Joe Royal stand towards Rochdale Road, and I started to see Alex Reed a lot more than what I wanted to, um, and that's because we. I'm not saying. It structurally, purposely went like this, but we ended up more four-five-one rather than four-three-three, and we was doing a lot of chasing then, a lot of time without the ball, um, and, and this is what seems to be the pattern. I think we're going to games positive. There's a lot of fans there; they're getting behind the players, but the negative setup setup is rubbing off on the fans then, or a portion of the fans. Um, I st- I still think. I, I've, I'll slip. I'll die on the hill. I don't think that was a yellow for Fondop. I don't think it was a, yellow, a first yellow. I don't think it was a second yellow. I don't think in any game that's a yellow. I, that's just my my view. I it don't was think it was pedantic think, refereeing, wasn't it? Really? It, it, I mean, it was clumsy, um, but it, it just it's just not a yellow on any. It, it weren't in a dangerous area of the pitch. He, he kind of fell over and, and it worked. It was, yeah. he kind of it was just it it was rec- under law. It's reckless. Yeah, and he had to. It was an easy yellow card to give, unfortunately, because he'd already booked him. And I think, you know, if it was a first challenge before he'd been booked, I don't think he would have given the yellow card. I think because he booked him and it was just an easy out for the referee, yeah. he, he decided to give it. And it, but I have no complaints over it. the two yellow cards. Were two well, yellow I, cards. Ultimately, the, the the finger of blame really has to point to Fondot, doesn't it? Because it's two stupid errors that's, that's cost the team, doesn't it? So Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was... Although I don't think it was a yellow, I can't complain it was given at the same time. But I agree with what you're saying, Dave. If that's the first challenge, that's never a yellow in any game. Mm. No. Um, if, I mean, it was on the bit closer towards the box and their player was running towards our box. Mm. I could have seen it. I mean, in the exact same position in the second half, they were breaking away and Dickinson just pulled the lad right back and didn't even get a booking. Mm. And that was 10 times worse than what Fondop did. Um, I thought his subs at half-time were incredibly brave. Um I thought they were, no. they were the right thing to do, weren't they? They, they were they, the right it, thing. They were brave. I was glad to see either Shelton or Sheeran come off. I was glad it was Shelton because I thought he was sh- he was struggling. Um, but can I t- can I say where I agree with you guys is and, and, and tell me if you if you agree with this? I'm not saying that that, that every single uh, decision by Unsworth tactically, um, substitutions wise, way set up teams, performance wise, even is without is, is isn't there isn't room for criticism. I'm not saying that at all. I thought that the, the chance of ones without and stuff on, I thought they were unjustified based on that performance because I thought that we managed to stay in the game with 10 men. He did what he could with 10 men at, with the substitutions at half time. And like you said, I thought he had he set the team up to have a go and I fancy us to have won that game with 11 men. So I, I, I thought that, that I can understand fans' frustration at losing another game. I, I, I didn't necessarily think that the... Um, that the performance and the efforts by everybody on Monday warranted that 
you know, we want ones without chant to compared to maybe some of the other games. Yeah, yeah. I think what where I'll agree is I'll say on Monday when it happened, I turned to a few friends with a few rows up, rows up, and when there was the odd, and they were only small chance for, uh, during the game, and they had no substance really. But I was slightly more uncomfortable with it there than what I was at say at Chesterfield, for example. Um, and that was because I thought, uh, for for whatever reason, he showed endeavour. The the issue is, the the product is that bad. I mean, the Atleticos were bored. I feel sorry for them. They bored. They bored because there's just there's nothing for them to really get behind, other than the rush of the first being at the game and the three o'clock kickoff and the kickoff, and then the first ten minutes, and then it just dies a death. It, it really, really does, and and that's what's rubbing off onto the fans. I, I did think it was it was perhaps it, it, yeah it were it weren't. It, I didn't think it was justified during the game on Monday. No, um, and then I think what happens at the end is. The second goal goes in and all roads at the moment are leading to Unsworth because ultimately he's the manager and the managers are the fall guys ultimately. And it's not, it wasn't just Monday. It, it's it's the start of this season, the lies in the interviews, the the negative setup and it, it's, it's the straw that is breaking the camel's back in every single vertebrae that that camel's got. And and that's why at the end, I think it, it the the players were clapped off. They walked around all the stands, and when people were in there, clapped them off. I weren't prepared to give any of the players any stick on Monday. I thought they had a bash. What's what's frustrating for me at the moment is when we have a goal, we look good. We look like we can open teams, and I just think Unsworth has got a really easy fix here. Set us up on the front foot. Set us up positively, and it will that positivity will drip into the stands and he will get more of an allowance. But unfortunately, he's setting us up, in my opinion, as if we are the underdog in every game. Mm. He's setting us up to be difficult to beat, in my opinion, is what, again, what you would do if you're a team who's trying to avoid the drop or pick up, drip feed on points. I think he should be doing it the other way. We've got, Norwood, we've got Ragland. These are guys of pedigree at this level. And if they were on the front foot more, teams would have to set up to be difficult against us. And then we would all automatically then have that momentum. But it's just not his way. He, naturally, his way, a bit like, you know, your Allardyces and your Bruce's and your use, their way is be difficult to beat and pick up point on the road and win at home. The issue is with Unsworth, he's tripped himself up in a few interviews the fast dynamic football, I take it as a pinch of salt, if I'm honest. It, it don't f- fuss me that. But what I did, what I have picked up on him was when he said he's not willing to sacrifice winning for good football, but we're getting neither at the moment. Mm. And that's my concern. There's a growing discontent. It's getting larger and larger and larger, whether it's Twitter or when the Blues are in the stands. The, the, the board will have heard that loud and clear at the end of the game on Monday. Um, I've no doubt, guys, that he has to justify to the board what his what his plan is and, and and how he's planning on addressing it. And that I think that as long as he's in the job, that means that they are confident that that they think that what he's doing, what his plan plans are. Some some of the things that you say, I, I, look, I don't disagree with what you're saying, guys. I don't disagree with, with the points <coughs> you've made there. I think we've seen from the reintroduction of Dan Gardner what 
It can do the yeah. difference it makes when you've got a, a player who can find a pass and who's I composed on the really ball. Well well. I thought he was man yeah. of the match on on yeah, Monday. Um, so I, I think there's that to come back. I think there's players like Norwood who's not up to full fitness yet. Dickinson's not up to full fitness yet. You know, and with Gardner, I think there's. I think that maybe, and it might be nice to hear this if this is the case from from the club and from the manager that there's maybe a plan of reintroducing players and maybe playing a certain way while those players are coming back in. Because I don't think we are at a point where the squad and the team is is at full pelt. Um, and I think we're seeing that. And may, maybe some of the decisions that are being made are being are affecting that. I don't know. I, I don't think what we've got at the minute is a squad and a team that is it is is fully fit and is up fully up to speed now people will say well you've had pre-season and all that i don't think we we're throwing the kind of money around that chesterfield and notts county were so we're not actually buying or bringing players in say from league 1 who are fully fit and out on form we bring you know we're having to bring in players and then maybe bring them up to speed and i think that's i think maybe we're at that point mm-hmm. and that i'm prepared to sort of that's where my sort of patience comes in where i'm prepared to say well i think there's maybe a few of the little bits going on and that because i can't imagine how you would think possibly think it's possible to go to for promotion this season by sitting back, but, like but it just, no, you have no, to go for it at no some point. Don't you? In the playoff final for Barnsley, and has he had an injury since? Is he not training pre-season? I can't understand why he won't be up to scratch. Not sure. Well, that's what we've been. That's what we've been told, isn't that's it? That he's not. He's you know he's not got it in him. So I think know. with respect, it's absolute bollocks. <laughs> well, that's not. I mean, I don't. We don't we, know that you because you say that. I mean, we haven't. We, we you would look at I, I, the Dan Gardner thing. I get. I'm, Going back off your interview with Mick Rathbone, they said they were going to gentle with him, and I completely get it. And if it means keeping him fit, fair enough. But then what's very contradictory there is he was asked to play 90 minutes with 10 men on Monday for the first game. So it, it doesn't make well, sense. That, that's because he stat- I mean, that's because he started the game. And then if you looked at the bench, there wasn't really... I mean, it, the, the options else, to change it once Fondop got sent off, there wasn't any more midfielders on the bench, was there? Well, like, Apart from well, Devan Green. So like it was- say, I'm not... I'm not criticising the subs because I thought they showed intent, but to me, if you were going to ask one of Reed or Gardner to do 90 minutes, it would have been less riskier to do Reed. However, but Gardner then, got through and I thought he made a difference for us on the pitch and I liked him and Dickinson in the middle together. I just um, think, Kaz, we're not, we're, we're not the finished article. We're, we're definitely no, we're not, not but, the finished but, but, article. But, and I think that needs taken into consideration to but some we, but degree. But we're stronger than last year. Yeah, absolutely. And we was we keep being reminded, you know, how well we finished last year. Mm. But we started in and listen, this 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 start has been an absolute disgrace considering what we've invested. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I might be being emotive here, but it's been a disgrace. It should have been miles better. From what mm. we were told about what they've been doing in pre-season, we're gonna be fitter, we're gonna outrun people, we look tired, we look leggy, we we don't we I mean, Solly will put their manager in two weeks before the start of the season and they had more ideas than us. They looked more like a team than us. The, the result at Boreham, Way, Boreham Wood away, we're dressing up chicken shit as chicken noodles. Are we talking about teams there that were enough. in the playoffs last season and like yeah, they, are, they are better teams than us or they were better teams than us last season. But they so... have 12 fit professionals and if last, is last season yeah. relevant or not? Because on both sides of the coin, we choose yeah, to I get, I get that. I get that suits. argument but like, you know, teams that, teams that are better last season have got more chance of being stronger this season than team. 
you know, like, I mean, it's inc- they don't want to use the word incremental, but like as low, as much as we improve, so does everybody else. You know, that's, that, that's something to consider. We're going to have to move on. What, what do you think the answer is then, guys? Because we have, we've got like, we've got another eight callers waiting. What, what would you do? You know, well, to, so, to summarise very quickly, I think we're, put, we're pinning a lot on Josh Lundstrom coming back. To, I mean, if, if there's a lot of pressure on that lad's shoulders and he's not kicked a ball yet, yeah. Um, Unsworth, in my opinion, is that's that's how he sees the best way of winning football matches: being tight, being hard to beat, not being out of shape, and picking up the odd point or away from home and trying to win your own games. I just don't think that's going to wash for us. Um, I, I I worry about. I, I mean, you might think it's knee jerk. I don't. It's twelve months in. It's forty games. I think we've seen enough. I think. The board are hearing the message loud and clear. And for me, the fix is two words, sack him. And who do you bring in? No, no, no. That's Gaz's view. I would bring, I would approach Altrincham's manager. He's, on, he's under contract till 2027. Pay him off. Well, then we'd have to, we'd have to pay off funds. It's, it's a lot of money. It is, but we shouldn't have made that. It's like we've, yeah, it's a lot I of money for Rooney on three years, isn't it? We've already fucked it. Yeah, yeah. So, I think this is, these are, this is, that's why it's really easy to say sack him, yeah. but not quite as easy to make the decisions. From, well, well it, if that's the case, then we're, we're absolutely bollocks for the number three years, aren't we? Well, possibly. <laughs> Guys, can I just ask you one quick question? Yes or no? Do you feel you've been given a fair opportunity by the Flatics Football Forum to vent your, uh, your views this evening? This evening, I've been very welcomed and treated finely. And you're happy Finally. with the fancy. Okay, great. Thanks, stuff. mate. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. All right. See Cheers. you later, mate. Ciao, mate. All right, let's bring him in. Ibi. Evening, guys. You all right? How are you, Ibi? I'm all right, Mark. I, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty confident uh, what your stance <laughs> is going to be, mate. But yeah, away you go. <clears throat> Just very disappointed. And it, it's all getting proven that he's not good enough. And I said I would give him 10 games, but I think he might not even... even complete that I think he needs to really go but the board that's down to them but at the moment I'm very surprised the board haven't even uh, acted on him and well, they're not going to come out and give it the old board of the what they call it vote of, vote vote of, of confidence because that's always bad news when that happens isn't it yeah it's just disappointing because I really wanted to give him a chance because he's made some very good signings mm. but come on uh, what 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 we've been getting lately is appalling. Players are lost. He comes out after Chesterfield game. I don't know if it's mind game, but you shouldn't be coming out and saying things like that. And I feel sorry for the fans. The last that I don't want to see is one protest under Frank's ownership. But it might come to that point if the boards are not going to uh, consider changing managers because I've had enough. I've emailed the club to ask them what is the plan. Nobody comes out to even speak and I'm disappointed with Darren Royal because I've not said anything back to him. I just want to hear his view but they don't want to really speak to the fans. Do you, do you think they might just want to stick by the, their appointment and make the decision when it's the right time? But time is running out. Come on, Luke said it in pre-season that we're going to give it a very good shot at promotion. And there's 40, um, 40, there's 40 games left, isn't there? Yeah, but come on, guys. Um, Chesterfield had a wobble last week. If we want promotion, we should be aiming for it, not losing games in the way 
it's happened. And I would find a form dot a month wage for that stupid sending off. And um, it's just yeah. disappointing at the moment, being a Latix fan at the moment. And it's been like that for 30 years, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, been, a diff- it's been a difficult time all round. I, we've just got to, I think we've just got to, I think we need to give him a bit more time because it's pointless. We're going to have to pay him up. He's got two years left. His coaching staff has got two years left. We'd have to pay him up. We'd have to maybe get a manager who's, who's available. There's been shouts of, you know, who, who is available. Well, Darren Moore keeps coming up. Darren Moore, you know, Neil so, Hardley. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the yeah. thing is... I can't the, see Darren Moore taking over, sadly. He won't drop down uh, two leagues. The he thing is, no you're no more guaranteed success under the next manager than you are under this one. But that that's the that's the bottom line of it. So it's it's a risk for the mm-hmm. club. And some people will say it's a risk for to keep him. Some people will say it's a risk to sack him. Mm-hmm. So the reason I think he's still in, in a in a job is because I believe that when you look at the stats, and I know that like they are big stats people, Darren Royal is a big stats man. Uh, I think when you look at the stats and you look at the results. And the performances, it's been very tight. You can mm. realize the, the the South End game was obviously ended 4 0, but like Will Sutton was sent off after an hour and then they scored three goals. Uh, the other day against Solihull, it was a 1 0 game, but we pushed everybody forward to get an equaliser in the yeah, end yeah, of the break yeah, yeah, and it was 2 yeah. 0. The other, I think it's been very tight. And uh, so I think the argument is, is that what, what and certainly what David Unzer will be telling the board is that we, we're on the cusp. Of, of starting to get results and that once, you know, a couple of players are back from injury, maybe if they make a signing or whatever. And that's where I think the mindset's at. So that's why I think he's going to get the time for that to, for that to happen, which is why my argument, or not my argument, but my point of view that the fans wanting and putting pressure on now is counterproductive because I think he's going to get that time. So I think the fans <laughs> are perfectly entitled to make the feelings clear I think they've done that. Um, it's just very hard for fans to keep their counsel during mm. games when it's not going their way. So what we really, really all need is for Saturday to go our way. Yeah. <laughs> that is why yeah. everybody can, needs that. Can I just clear this up as well, Je- Jenny? Uh, we do allow people on the phone in with to show the camera off screen to us. And if you feel that you don't want to come on the phone in with your camera, you can switch it off. But we need to see your face. So we've got keep the faith, Ben because we've been bitten by a Ben, ah, bitten by a Ben bitten <laughs> before. Yeah. Uh, if you show your face on camera yet, yeah, that's great. We will then, if you don't want to be on... as well. So we like, know it'd be. I mean, it's, uh, it's, 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 it comes to our Christmas party, don't you? Yeah, be? if there's a first-time um, caller, then we're going to have to see who you are. Yeah, I did, I did show my face before. I know you did, I know you did, I know you did, but it's just Jenny with the PC. She's a stickler for the rules, Jenny. You know what I would be doing is, I don't understand what's happened with John Rooney. I don't know why the border... Letting him rot. He's a he's under a massive contract. Why not bring him back in in the team? It maybe gives us a lift. It might be the attitude there, mate. I think it's just his attitude in terms I, of. I think it must be quite serious because I think with with how desperate David Unsworth is for results, you'd think that you know you'd mm. you'd, you'd give someone a go. Well, thought he was going to make like, it. Tom's it. saying stay away from Jim Gannon because a few comments says Jim yeah. Gannon. Phil Parkinson. I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed with Unsworth at full time. He's a grown up man. Fair enough, he does get a dog's abuse, but telling your own fans to F off doesn't really help. If there was Listen, an issue, I, I, should have went in, he should have went it. inside and told the club staff there's an issue with this person and resolve it. But I think you're right in terms of, you know, David's position as coach. 
there is. Hang on a bit. Shez did it all the time. I'm just saying. <laughs> Nobody no, cared as manager, it was Shez. As manager, you know what I mean? As manager, I didn't agree when Shez did it. You know what I mean? I don't agree with any manager who. What about podcast hosts? Are they like that's that's different because we have a platform to say what we like, but he has a responsibility to fans. He could have been young children about. He's not setting yeah. an example for the game. The game's based on respect. Fair enough, but it's both Bo- ways. Both ways. It's both, both ways. ways. I get it. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I think David Mark, you've right. been very helpful today. You let me have my view, yeah. and always, uh, a bit. But, always. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed when you was getting dog abuse on Twitter, and I don't agree with that because you're a Latchik fan. At the end of the day, you want the best. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, there, there are there are idiots in all walks of life, aren't there? Abyss? So, yeah, you know. I really right, hope we win on Saturday. What and, score do you uh, think it'll be, mate? Um, it's got it's a difficult uh, one to call. Gates said I've started really well. I know. Go yeah, on quickly, quickly, mate. Go on. What, um, what do you think? Hopefully two one. Hopefully two one, and I let you get another caller on. And thank you Thanks, very mate. much. Take Cheers. care, mate. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, that one, uh, yeah, Adrian. Hello, how are you doing, guys? Oh, yeah, ticket boo, mate. Ticket boo, yeah. how are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Just not too second. bad. Well, Tom will be you next, then Michael, uh, Ben, you, yeah, Ben, I showed your face, and then Jack, and then Luke LR Bix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so sorry, Adrian, carry on, mate. What's your what points you want to make? Yeah, mate? Sorry, I've just got, got a few things to say. The first thing I want to say is I, I want to jump to you guys' defence. I want to jump to the defence and Matt, to you, lesser to you, Dave, because you, you're only getting all this shit, uh, and Andy Halliwell. Um, I think we take it back about, it's probably about 18 months ago. I think I think it was said on the podcast that, you know, we want to be at the stage where we're actually talking about the football and not about the state of the club, the dire state of the club. So I think first thing is we've got to kind of remember that. Because we are talking about the football. It might be a bit shite at the moment. But we're actually talking about the football. Yeah? Um, so, and, and it's been a pretty torrid week. I, I don't know who we do the social media, but I just pop in and out and see what's been going on. And it's pretty it's pretty horrible kind of rotten stuff, you know? Um, and and there's one thing, and this is directly at you, Matt. I mean, you've been saying, oh, you just want a job at Oldham Athletic in the media department. Well, I've got to say, if, if, if I was, um, you know, if I, if I was Frank and stuff and there was anybody for the media department, and this is to all you guys, then I quite happily employ you because I think you do a really bloody good job. So regardless of all the shit that you're getting, just keep going because Thanks you're providing, the, plat- you're providing the platform. And I will say one other thing. I'll I say don't one want the job thing. though because I, I want I like I, 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 I like Matt, to have the freedom to give people grief. yeah and Matt I know you don't but but all you guys are qualified to do it because you do a bloody good job you know um, and I'll say the, another thing is like yeah, PTB you know they did a fantastic job we all pulled together PTB withdrew at the right time because they thought the job was done you guys are stuck there and if it wasn't for you guys and PTB I wouldn't be engaged with Ronald Fletcher because I am now. So ignore all this shit you're getting on the internet and carry on doing what you're doing because you're doing a fantastic job. And it's a great platform. Will do. Okay? Thank you. In, now, terms, now, in terms of that, we, we do put our heads above the parapet and all these keyboard warriors, I'd just like to jump on the back of it, who hide behind the rhino, no rhino logo or whatever, and they put these smart-ass comments cutting clips of previous podcasts to suit their agenda. Ross. Ross. Coin. <laughs> you can just... Flip off. So listen, Adrian. So we've not had a very good start to the season. We've won one game in six. Yeah. yeah. David Unsworth has 
not delivered. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll say he's not delivered the, the the points on the board that that we all want. So, where where do you sit? Does he need a bit more time and a bit more patience, or are you at the end of your well, tether? I think no. I can't. I'm not at the end of my tether. I totally agree that it's up to the it's up to the board to decide. Um, you know, you know what's what's going to happen. But the other side of the coin is, I think, I think Mr. Unsworth is a decent bloke, and he obviously wants to do very well. Uh, but the other side of the coin is, I think he probably knows where it's going. Uh, and at some point, you know, it's a three-year contract. You know, in the back of his mind, does he have to fall on his sword? And I think it might be the case. Say, you know, it might have to fall on his sword. And I think that's the honourable way to do it. Um, in, that's in my opinion. You know? that's I, in see, my well, opinion. I see. I see a man when I talk to him, Adrian. Mm-hmm. When, you know, not 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 through the through the media, but on the few times that I've met him who really, really, really wants to succeed as a football manager. Yeah. He loves the game. He genuinely has a lot of passion for old for, for the club. He, he's invested yeah. into it. So he wants to succeed. And this in, his success in this in this role is, is going to set him up for his career in football management or not. So I think, you know, he really, really wants it. And I, I genuinely think he's trying his best. So it's just a generally a case of not everybody who wants something is good enough or whatever, but I, I think this is either going to make him or break him this next few months. I think that's where he's at. I think he's he's either going to be he's either going to step up and be the the guy that he wants to be, uh, or he's he's going to like you said, just die on his sword, fall on his sword. Mm. Well, I've, I've been. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm done in shops. I've not been to any games. I've been to two home, um, two home games. I'm going to. I'm getting the um, the Dorking game, I think, and then uh, and, and and then the Kidderminster game. But from what I've seen, I was in the main stand. I mean, even last year, he seems very sort of passive. He doesn't seem very proactive, and and he doesn't seem to be able to actually change the game. Mm. You know, I mean, it, when I was at Halifax, you know, we we went one 0 down, and he put Reed on. You know, and we just everybody just knew it needed changing, and and I, you know, I I really have my doubts that. It doesn't set the right level of expectation with the fans. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does that. Um, and, and I think he might be a good coach, but, you know, I don't want to sack him. I, I don't want to sack him, but I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I think he's a, a, a nice bloke, but I'm just not sure if, if he's, if he's, if he's doing, doing the right job. And, I'm and not I sure don't if, you, if you heard the podcast this week, uh, Adrian. I did. I listened, to, uh, and, I listened to it at six o'clock every Monday. I'm the first one on there. Yeah. Andy, Andy Roberts, um, <laughs> Dave yeah, just said yeah, burp, burp stink. They did, aren't they? Very stink. garlicky. Um, Sorry. Andy Roberts made some really good points about just looking at it from like a business point of view, like what do you do? Um, what are the fine yeah. tunings that need to be made? And I'm pretty sure that, like, I mean, when he did the interview with us on the podcast, he, t- he told us how often he's speaking to Darren Royal on the phone every mm. single day. The, the, the discussions at this point in the season now, with, with the way things have been, they must be talking about the fine details of everything. Yeah. It, and, and they must be really, really looking and working really, really hard on these things. And, 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 I, and sure. He's playing the style of football, isn't he? I mean, I listen to what I listen to. I watch what I see on the TV. I go when I can, listen to what I can. He's playing the style of football, which is, one, it's not attractive to watch. And it's two, not. I don't I don't actually think it's working. I mean, you've got Shelton. Well, it's not, is it? The results are uh, really I've seen, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Nuttall. You know, he's getting loads of the, I've seen Nuttall. There's balls flying in and he's ducking underneath them. 
You know, I think he's getting a lot of abuse, not all undeserved. Yeah, I know. I, know, I, know. I think he's getting a lot of abuse because it's not the type of football he's used to. I'll go back to him his story. You know, he's talking about, it was something about, uh, somebody mentioned Solihull, you know, they've got a new manager. But I mean, they've lost, they lost Reed to us and lost Dallas, mm. you know. Um, you know, and he's, I, I just, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't prescribe to this get him out under the shite and all that business. But I really do think there's been enough time. And, and from what I've seen and from what I've heard, um, you know, it's not attractive football. And I, and I, I, I'm not sure if there's a, you know, if there's a, 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 um, a real plan in place there, to be honest. And, and I, and personally, I don't want him to seem, and it's up to, it's up to the Raphael to go and sack him up. But, I think, you know, he kind of knows. I think he's a decent guy. In his heart's in the right place. I wish him all the best. You know, I'd loved him to take us to, you know, great heights and stuff. And he might well do that, but mm-hmm. I really have my doubts. And I think that, you know, within three or four games, you know, he'll know. He knows what's it, going on. I mean, he's talking, to me, he's, talking about, he's talking about Lundstrom and Ward. I mean, are they the last throw of the dice? You know, what happens if he plays Lundstrom and Ward and it still doesn't work? Yeah, that, that's the thing, isn't it? What, what do you think the result will be on? Um, what do you think the result will be on on Saturday then? Well, I'm having a game of golf, Dave. I know you don't like golf, <laughs> and then I'm coming I back. Don't mind it. I just don't like <laughs> it that much. It's uh, uh, to be honest. Um, We've got a few more calls, but what do you think it'll be? Win or lose? I think, or we, need, I think we need to get seven, seven points out of nine. Can I leave you with one last thought? And this is yeah, for all quickly, these yeah, people. Sorry to, sorry all these people are there. I listened to Alistair Campbell. I got a quote from Alistair Campbell. He's talking about politics. He said, the only, the only things you control in life are what you say and what you do. And I'll leave right. you with that one. All Thank right. you very much. Cheers, Cheers Jim. All right. Right, so we've got, we got another caller coming in. I, do, I just want to elaborate on that point and maybe give this uh, question to Tom, who's mm. coming in now. Tom, but are you ready? Do, do, at this stage in our transformation and our development as a club, mm. does it matter if the football's attractive as long as it's winning football? <sighs> and we're not getting either, don't get me wrong, yeah. but is uh, bring Tom in. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Tom, I'm sure you've got your own points to make. First time but, caller. Uh, hello. Uh, is it more important that we play winning football or attractive football? Winning football, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah. that would, so, so there's the message. Thanks, Dave. Tom. Right, we'll move on. I'm only joking. <laughs> yeah, there's the message for David Unsworth. Let's have some winning football. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, now we just got to look back to how the second half of last season went. We, I mean, I, I completely agree. The performances were not brilliant, but we were we were third in the table. So it, all it comes down to is is, is winning. Mm-hmm. Mm. So why do you think we are? doing neither at the minute <laughs> why are we not playing attractive football and not getting the results what's what's going wrong i think we've got to put it into a little bit of perspective first um i think we are five games in is it, i believe it's five games into the season yeah uh, we've completed five games now is it six five or six two of which we've had off pretty you know a, a, periods in the game where we were in the game arguably we may mm-hmm. not have played well up until that point but we were still in the game by the scoreline and the other you know we've had three games okay we've we've, we've beat all the shot really well um mm. drew away at chesterfield and then yes okay it was disappointed against halifax i think we've got to put it into perspective it is really early on in the season um and 
let's put it into a perspective of where we were at as a club 12 months ago and how much yeah. progress has been made. That, yes, not just from Frank, but from the board and from David Unsworth as well. I really agreed with the points that a caller from last week made um, about giving David Unsworth some of the credit for, you know, I've heard Latics fans say, look at the team that we think we've recruited this season. We should be competing to a much higher degree than what we are doing. And I completely agree. But surely some of that praise has to go to David Unsworth for bringing some of those players in. I appreciate there are data analysts and scouts as well who who deserve some of the credit as well. But, yeah, sorry, go on. I think the, the, the infrastructure building that up, which David Unsworth has been a, a, a fundamental uh Factoring has attracted these level of players like your Norwoods, like your Lundstroms, because we've seen like you know James Norwood. He's dropped from League One in effect to National League. Now he, he hasn't just come for the money; he must have come for the vision. But he's looked at the infrastructure, looked at what we've got, because he, he could have got he could have had a, a few choices to go to. Um, but there's, he, he's doing a lot of stuff off the pitch. You know, I know it's not happening on the pitch, but to get that level of player in this league, like Lundstrom, I think someone else was in for him as well as us who um, activated his release clause. And I think it was the club, because we are a big club and we've got some history, but I think the, the plan, the management and the infrastructure as it's been built over the over pre-season. Last season, we didn't even have a training ground because Chapel Road had been dried out because we didn't have any maintenance on it. It's completely turned on its head. We've got stats bomb now. We've got all these different things. And for Paddy Albert, if you're watching, we've painted the steps nice and bright near the uh, ticket office. Uh, but it doesn't win your football matches. However, it will come. And I, I think it will come. But it, it, it it's, it's a results-based business. So I can see where the frustration is coming from all Tom, the time. Where, why do you think that, like, I mean, this might just be pure psychology, human nature, just different types of people. But it seems to me that with with people who are maybe sort of like have got a more holistic sort of view of the whole thing of where we are now and, and an acceptance of where we are and that good things will come. And then there's the other side, which are kind of like expecting or wanting or demanding. I'm not sure. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but more now. And and is is why do you think we've got that sort of like those two categories within the fan base? Well, I certainly. So I'm definitely on 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 the the the, the former side of, of that. Um, but I completely understand why we have the latter. You know, we've we've been deprived of success for so long. I was born in 1994. We've never had promotion in that time. Success has been essentially Blackpool playoff semi-finals, Everton, Liverpool, no Forest, Liverpool, Everton again, and Fulham. That's basically the success that I've I've known. And people go to Latics games week in week out spending the hard-earned cash and expect expect some return for for the heart you know for the time that they're investing into the club and their money that they're investing into the club and they're not getting that um i almost think though that perhaps this psychology has become sort of ingrained into us as latix fans that we almost expect failure or at least some of the the, the portion of the supporters expect failure um and so they they turn in game time to you know giving maybe David Unsworth and some of the players abuse and I just think it just seems so counterproductive for for mm. me with that we don't get me wrong people have if they're willing to spend the time and money into all the athletic they deserved uh, their their voice I I completely agree with that but if 
you know, if we're hurling abuse at players and at managers, how are they expected to to deliver under that such extreme pressure? You know, we go to work day in day out. Do we do we accept abuse from people? Are we gonna? Are we expected to be able to perform at such a high level with such pressure? We we're called supporters for a reason. We need to we need to support and encourage the players and the manager. We need to get behind them. We need to trust Frank and the board and the decisions that they're making are right for the club, which they are. We're trying to. You know, we've got we've got this um, culture at Oldham of sacking managers, and the new board and owner are trying to to rectify that. They're trying to instill a new culture into the club that is not sacking the manager. David Unsworth has a three year contract. We're just over twelve months into that, and mm-hmm. twelve months ago we were nowhere, or just over twelve months ago we were nowhere. And now we've got a team that arguably on paper should be doing much better than what it is. But we're six games into the season. Give him more time. People said at the start of the season, give him 10 games. I think more than that. I think let's give him a good couple of months. Let's give him back in. If it's if we come to Christmas or maybe slightly before Christmas and things haven't improved, then yes, I agree. We probably need to move on. But hurling abuse at players and at managers is not going to be it's counterproductive and it's or at podcast hosts Tom well. Tom Gaz who was on earlier um, yep. and he's able to switch on some common sense when he's talking uh, but he's I mean he's even managed it in a text here he's mini Matt Dean he's, I mean he's just paid you a massive compliment so I think that's really nice of him but I, look I mean I, I think you've taught perfect sense there and I, I, I would rather that as a, as a club and a fan base we were able to turn around at the end of a manager's tenure, whether that be a year, six months, whatever it is, and turn around and say, yeah, we, we got behind that guy. We got behind that manager. We gave him everything we could. The board saw, because it was obvious to a point that, he, that the manager wasn't doing it, and he walked away, and that manager walked away and said, you know what, credit to those fans because they got behind me the whole time. They backed me the whole time. It didn't work out. But what what a pleasure it was managing their football club, uh, and and I'd like to just thank them. There's no way David Hunter's going to walk away from this football club saying that if you, if things don't go well, he's going to turn around. He might not say anything um, publicly, but in the back of his mind, he'll be saying, "You know what? A right portion of their fans didn't give me a chance, uh, and they were horrible." And I, I'd rather it was that, that as a collective we were able to back the manager, even if we weren't convinced, mm. even if the results <clears> weren't going our way. And and I think that level of perspective, look, it's not going to, it's going to take a seismic shift <laughs> in fan psychology because we're no different as a football club than anybody, any other football club. Mm. It's, it's, this is, this doesn't matter where you go. I just, I think that that would be better than what we've got at the minute, which is like, we can't wait to see the back of him among certain fans, you know, and, 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 and then, it, and then the same, then it's rinse and repeat on the same manager. If, if things don't go, it's just going to be, Ab- Abdal- it's manager. not sustainable. It's just be Abdallah all over again. It's just not going to work. Uh, Tom quickly for the, for yeah. Saturday, what's, what's your prediction? Well, the, the delusion in me as a Latix fan would say, yeah, let's go and win two, one and, uh, two, you know, one. It Gateshead, you know, it's, it's a tough place to go. They, they did really well last season. Um, and yeah, I hope I hope we do really well. Just a, one really last point is, I just think almost we, as Latics fans, we almost contradict ourselves sometimes. We have this. We, there's, it, it can't be argued that we have a fantastic fan base. And um, yes, we're one of the biggest clubs in the division. Yes, but then if if we're then just hurling abuse, then we then it's almost like we're contradicting ourselves. We're not. We you know we we've got to if we've got this yeah. fantastic fan base, let's use it to our advantage. And 
encourage the players in the market. That, that irony Tom, hasn't been lost on, on brilliant, some of mate. us, Tom, for sure. Thanks. But yeah, cheers, mate. And first time call, you've been brilliant. Make sure you call again, mate. Thank you. Let's, let's keep up the good work. Cheers. Right, cheers, right. mate. Michael, you're coming in. Is he on? He's not, he's he's on. Him. Michael. Hello. It's our Michael. Oh, it's our, it's that He Michael. did show his face and then went off. So All right, Michael. On yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to say, mate? Um, I just think it's all coming a bit like a bit too much. It's we we can go to games like we can go to games like all the shot and expect to win like that every week, but and then when our performances are bad, I think it just I don't know. It just gets a bit like I don't know what fans like know what to do sort of thing because we can play really well and then play really bad and then we don't go and don't know what to go off because then we could play like that like we did on Monday but and then now we could play like really well for three games then really bad again and then the fans change so it's a bit what, what do you think then what do you think what do you think the fans should be doing do you think they should be supporting and win or lose or do you think they have the right to be turning on the manager when it, when it doesn't go their way well, I, I don't I don't think they should turn on the manager but I think some fans should obviously be allowed their sort of view, but I don't think sacking him is the best thing yet. I think give him, a, I think give him till Nova, like midway through November, and if we still look playing how we did on a, the last few games, then obviously there is a bit to look at where if we do need to sack him, but I don't think sacking him like tomorrow is the best thing to do. Mm. And you know what I think, Michael? I think I think when you get in a crowd mentality and a mob mentality, I think people are easily led as well. I think, and that that's why my problem is with some of the stuff on social media and stuff like that. Like where if you just keep hammering a a message, it, it's done so to to sort of like kind of like draw people in. And I th I do think people are kind of easily led in an environment where people start chanting and stuff. And that's why I think a small number of people can have an influence on, on, a, on a larger number of people. And that's why what I've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks is address that balance. Uh, because mm. I think that the, the, the smaller number of people that make a lot of noise, it tends to make people... Now, I know that there probably was quite a few people in the stadium on Saturday that were that were singing and, uh, across the ground, but it certainly wasn't a full representation of everybody. And I think the phone-in over the last couple of weeks has represented that that it's not yeah. everybody who wants us without. There are a lot of people who are prepared to give in the patience and the time. They're just not quite as loud and uh, as, as 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 sort of forthright as some of the ones without crowd. Well, Joe, yeah. but we're not easily led, Matt. Our eyes don't our eyes don't lie to us. We watch games and see the tactics. Joe, more than happy to talk to you about it yeah. rather than hiding behind a comment listen, on YouTube. I, I, listen, I never said, Joe, that you are easily led. I think that's another one of those well, kind I of did. triggery things. <laughs> no, I but, didn't really. No, but like, I think people are easily led. Like, that's that's just a fact. People mob are mentality. easily led, especially in a, in, in a mob sort of mentality. Uh, I'll We can yeah. debate that if you want to call in at some point, Joe, but um, I think if people don't start the chance and people don't, like... I'm not saying people shouldn't or they're not within their rights to do it. What I'm thinking of is what is better for the club. And I and I think it's better if we if we get behind a manager until the board say, you know what, this isn't working. And at least we can turn around, hold our heads up and say, yeah, we are the best fans around because we'll get behind. Whoever's the manager of Oldham Athletic has our support until the board see fit to get rid of him. That's all I've been saying from, from day one. Right, well, Michael, what, go, sorry, mate, go on. If 
like if fans like want it, it, if fans want the good performances, then they should get behind Unsworth and the players because if you get behind the players and Unsworth, things might change. Where if you're just giving him grief all the time, then he's like, he must like be looking and be like, well, you're giving me grief, so I might give you some grief back. Right. So never, never a true word well spoken. Well said, Michael. Well said, Michael. What score on Saturday, mate? Um, I reckon we'll, I reckon we'll win one nil. I hope so. Ooh. I hope so. It's all wins tonight, perfect, isn't it? It's all wins at the moment. Right then. Thanks, Michael. Cheers, mate. Cheers. So, just kick him from the studio. Dave's on mouse duty. Tonight. I know, mouse duty. Well. Uh, we saw Ben before. It is, yeah, we saw you had the spike here. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry. Ben, come out, Ben. Hi, hey guys. You're all right. You're not yeah, bad, mate. A um, couple of things I just want to mention. Um, first thing, I'm. Unsworth in. I think we've got to give him time. We've got to give him um, all that backing that we, we can do. Um, but I think there's a couple of things that just don't sit well at the minute. Early on last season, he said um, he wants to play tactics and he knows what his audience is with two guys up front. Well, if I was a manager, why don't he play his own tactics? Um, I understand that we all want to play like Man City, but let's face it, we're never going to be able to do that. Play his tactics, play how he wants to do. Is that why we're not getting results? Is that why we're not sacrificing playing like that for when the results are not coming? We all know the real results are not coming anywhere. Um, and I just think we're going to pin a lot of hopes on Lundstrom when he comes back in, um, if that's what he thinks is going to make the difference as well. I mean, yeah. that central midfield position is so vital. It really, I mean, it's so, so vital. It, it's the one thing that stops up those hoof balls. It's that composure when the, the the other team are bossing it and we just need that possession. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I want to give a shout out to Nathan Sheeran for, for Monday's performance. The guy ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. He's an absolute warhorse of a of a footballer and he will battle and he will cover every blade of grass. Unfortunately on the ball, you know, he's 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 no um They can't pass it, can he? No, he's well no, but he, he but you if he he does all that, he's stuck, he breaks the play up and he can give it to somebody, one or two more midfield players that can get on the ball and dictate more of the play. And start linking up Joe Nuttall and 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 Norwood. I think I think it's there. I I can I can only Imagine the level of frustration that that the manager must be feeling because I think he's he he, he can he probably feels that it's within touching distance um, because of some of the quality that is on that pitch and and that, that's where a lot of the fans' frustration lies. They're looking at some of the quality of the bit team. We should be getting better results, and we should. Mm. And I, I, I genuinely do think we will, but we might we might be wrong. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think there is a lot of pressure on Lundstrom. Um, when he comes back, but look, I mean, if he's if he if he's a proper footballer, he'll thrive on it, won't he? Well, yeah, it's, only time will tell, and that's the thing. So, what do you think for Saturday, uh, Ben? Do you think we've we got a chance against Gateshead? Um, I don't know. Gateshead obviously play some decent football, don't they? Um, looking at last season, um, so I, don't get me wrong, I'd love to win, but um, the way we're playing at the minute, obviously, I'd take a one-one and um, take a draw. Um, what do you think? There. How, do, um, how just, do you think? How do you think we should set up? Because last season they they passed us off the park. We played them three times. They passed us off the park every time. And do you think that we, they think that we will do the same sort of sit back, try and hold our shape, stifle them in midfield, and hit them on the break? Do you think that's how? I'm pretty sure. Play? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we will do that. Obviously, because that's obviously what he's done. Obviously, this season up to now. Um, don't get me wrong; it'd be nice if we, you know 
Preston Preston from ball, from first whistle if you like, but I think he's he's gonna you know do the same that he's been doing pretty much all season at the minute. But um, I'm one for winning games no matter how we play. Um, obviously, it's nice to see pretty football, but we end of the day we all want to win games and get promoted, don't we? Just another thing I want to mention about is his signings. Um, some of the signings he's made, I'm not sure we either actually needed him or um, he actually wanted him at that time. Like Raglan, I don't know, he was supposed to be going to Carlisle, was he? Apparently, that was a rumour. And then he ended up coming to us. Um, was our last-ditch thing just because he was available um, and he was played in League One. Um, Norwood, don't get me wrong, I won't turn Norwood down. Um, every, every team probably in this league could take Norwood, but is it something we actually needed over knowing what our midfield was like? Could we have signed another midfield and waited for someone um, like oh, that, was, if you know was, what I mean? Was, Will, um, was Willoughby supposed to be the, the main striker and and mm. then Norwood's come in? I think, I think I, I've had similar thoughts, I must admit, about like how the squad has come together. And, you know, with the signing of Hobson, for example, Horgan, Hobson and Raglan, you know, not not signing a right-back, was the intention primarily to play that three at the back and have Kitchen and quite possibly Green yeah. as wing-backs? And that was how the season was supposed to start. And I, I, I'm I, not sure that... I'm, I think a re- part of the reason why a lot of fans aren't convinced about the formation and the way they were going to play, and that maybe Unsworth still isn't himself. Yeah, there's something something not right, is it, with the tactic? He tried it against South, then we got Dick 4 0, didn't we? So it clearly doesn't work. Uh, but then he's only done it no. once, and he so you know he didn't persevere with it. But again, it's just trying to fight. It, it, it's not an easy job management, is it? But it's just we all we're all feeling just, the same. We're man. all feeling what so. We, what we want then is we want just, that perfect away performance like, yeah. on, on on Saturday, don't we? We want the tight. Difficult to break down, score a goal, keep a clean sheet, come back with three points, and, and that's all that matters. Come back with three points would just be fantastic. But from what we've seen, as Great said over uh, last season, it's it's not going to be easy. I just I just think I just think absolutely. Also, well, I say we're all, a, we're all um, in the armchair, aren't we? We all think how we should play and know what to do and who to pick and what have you. But at the end of the day, we don't see what's like in training. Who's doing what? Is everyone pulling the weight in training? All that sort of stuff. So Exactly. Rob, Rob says here, 8,000 managers at every home game. Well, you bang on there. And also, if you don't agree with someone, doesn't agree with somebody on, on the Twitter or who doesn't agree with us, it, it just becomes it just becomes carnage. And it's just, it, it's the socials at the moment are just a disgrace, aren't they? Well, I mean, I can't exactly say that I haven't been uh, contributing I was to that. You, so, uh, listen, Ben, thanks for the comment. We're going to skip through. We've got a few Cheers. more to get through. No more callers now. We've got, we've got loads. Cheers, mate. Um, okay, so let's talk to Luke, who's been Luke. waiting here very Yeah, patiently. thanks for waiting, Luke. Oh, he's got a Gateshead scarf on. Get rid of him. Oh, no, out. no, no. Luke, you Hello, there? how are you guys? Good, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we've we've got a lot of respect for Gates. Can I hear you? Uh, can you hear us all right? We got a lot of respect for Gates, Ed. Mm. I mean, you only came it was your first season in um National League last season. You came up, played some really we played you three times and I was impressed mm. by the football you play. Yeah, how's how's it going this season? Are you are you, are you still knocking the ball about like uh like um like a second rate Newcastle United or what? Yeah, we are pretty um, knocking the ball out. We're still knocking the ball out and all that. But um, some of the football we play is uh, honestly one of the. It's actually so good to watch from a fan point of view, really. And obviously, yeah. you obviously want to 
have that at your club right now, but the way that you have um, obviously got that manager in charge and all that is just 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 so good, really. It's just to see football players actually bringing like a smile to my face when I'm thinking about it, really. Um, the management team that we've got there are just so passionate on like the the way they play, really. It's just, honestly, it's one of the... Um, probably one of the most satisfying things I've ever watched in like football and all that, seeing that all the time and all that, how it's being played. It's just, sorry to rub it in by any chance, but... No, no, just, no, listen. It's incredible, no, really. to piss me off. I've got, a question, <laughs> I've got a question for you, Luke, though, like, because what, 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 obviously clubs like Gateshead and Oldham have got very different pasts and quite possibly got very different futures, but... You know, we find ourselves like Notts County and Wrexham and Chesterfield, you know, at our lowest point when we come into the National League. Teams like Gateshead and lots of others are finding themselves at the, you know, at the top of the game and going in at the highest point. How long has it taken Gateshead? How long how long into this journey are you in terms of like building this this team and this philosophy and this style of play? How long has it taken to 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 get to this point now where you're actually towards the top end of the National League? Well, um, honestly, right, it's been it's been quite really really well, really, because where we've obviously suffered quite um, massive financial troubles back in 2019. Obviously, our owners and all that, uh, Joseph Caller as well, not paying like putting enough money into the club, and obviously that set us back quite a bit. And during the time we were obviously fighting for the playoffs during that season, so everything was like the 2018-19 season. We're obviously fighting up for the um, playoffs back then and obviously we're having like off the field issues and all that like putting a massive strain on our playoff push really but after that um, we obviously thought we were almost like 48 hours of um, going out of um, existence really until the um, Gateshead Supporters Society brought us back up to back to a full club really and honestly um, after that, we were just building on from the first season we were in the National League North. Um, obviously, we played Hughes in the FA Cup um, back in 2019-20 season. And obviously, I was at the game and obviously, I would never expect with us to be in the same league as it is now, obviously, because you've having such a torrid time for the last 30 years, like you've mentioned before. But it's just like, after that, we were just like, honestly, just... The 2021 season, obviously, we got Cattell due to COVID and all that. And obviously, we were like a couple of points off the playoffs and all that. And one from two, um, obviously, push on for them playoffs. And then after that, we had probably one of the probably the best seasons I've, I've ever seen of Gateshead. But obviously, destroyed that with the, the league and the National League North back in the 2021, 20, 2022 season, beating teams like constant, like having like goal scores with like 30, no, 35 goals, 34 goals from both strikers. Just, it was incredible, really. And honestly, it's just, it just what really brought me back into the club, really. Just like, just the club, like the community spirit of it. It's just, it's honestly one of the, um, probably one of the best MC that I've ever had from a, personally from a football <laughs> fan, really. And the way we played with like Langstaff and Scott and all that. Mm. banging them goals in in the National North. They were just too good of a players and all that. And obviously, we have still got some of that squad with us right now. Um, Greg Ollie as well. He's a very, very creative player. He loves to um, spread the needle through the heel stack and all that with the through balls. And obviously, we've got some other class players as well, like Stephen Wernie, who bagged a hat-trick against um, 
Ed Sleet, he was absolutely incredible. That is probably one of the best performances I've ever seen from a, from a theatre player since Langstaff and Scott were actually at our club. But after that, when we obviously got promoted, we honestly were just start of the season, we just figure we're, we're hard to like adapt to this league really, and we just struggled. We only like got like three games, we only won like three games in the first five months or something. And yeah, honestly, but you, just, you went and then you went on a great really, run, like, didn't you? At yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I just, I just want to bring in, uh, yeah, I just want to bring um, in a message from one of our, from one, one this set, is the mate. kind of thing where we're at. This is the difference. I mean, you've got like David here, who cares where Gates and are on their journey? Well, we, you know, we're, we're, we're in the same division as them at the moment. So we're, mm. our journey and their journey crosses over. We're not Gates said no. Uh, and if we're not in a place of compare, there's an arrogance about fans from so-called bigger clubs um, the fact is, you're sharing the same division, and last season you were a better team than us. Mm. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Now we yep. play you on Sat, we play you on Saturday, and well. we're we're, we're going to go toe to toe again, and we're going to find out. And regardless of how uh, how arrogant David might might be about our club and your club, and you know we, we are a bigger club, and we should, and, and you know over mm. time that should that should play out. But in terms of where we both are in our journeys. Like you've been a better footballing team than us, mm-hmm. and, and, and if we beat you at your place on mm-hmm. Saturday, that'd be a really good result for us. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do really well because it's going to be a tough yeah, place definitely. to go. What, what do you think the score will be on Saturday, mate? Before we move on to the next caller, um, I want to back us. Really, I think I'm going to go for like a three-one to get said, but have to see how it goes. Really, because to know whether we're going to be up for it because the last like couple of games well we've, we've basically like have some form of we've won two lost two and draw two so basically we've just we're in yeah. a bit of a mixed bag really but well we we've not been getting honestly, any luck, I, Luke, I so say, i reckon so i, I reckon know. we're going to get some luck and you're going to get a play sent off early and we're going to we're going to absolutely hammer you yeah and it's going to be like five live on tv we've already had a player being sent off this saturday for too many challenges and all that, so we don't need another one. Well, so, we, we, we could definitely do with a bit well, of luck. There's no doubt. Thanks, about that, for, thanks for calling in, Luke. Really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, as a cheers, game, mate. Thank you. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for tuning Good call, in. Mate. No, cheers. no, it's, it's, I like, I like, I like to, um, like to thank you actually for just bringing me on and all that. And obviously, you want to get a different perspective of Saturday's game, and obviously, you want to let us like talk about my mm-hmm. club as well and, and all that. But absolutely, uh, so honestly. You know what? I love a Jardy accent and all, so don't worry about it, mate. You are you're welcome. Right, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next call. Take thank care, Paul. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Cheers, bye. Thank you, mate. Right, let's uh, let's cross the Le Channel. Le Channel. Here Bonsoir. Bon ami. Yeah, how are you doing? Long time no see, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm grand. Thank you, lads. Yeah, I'm just phoning up because I'm I'm struggling with Unsworth because I like the guy, but his football's crap. You know what I mean? I mean, I like the guy. No, seriously, he's crap. I mean, um, but I, I, he comes across as such a, an amiable chap, doesn't he? You know what I mean? And I want him to do well. But his, his, his interviews are pants. You know what I mean? He's, he's turning the fans... He is turning the fans against him, mate. I mean, he's hard, he's hard to like in here that way. As a person, he's great. His interviews, he sees things I don't ever see on a football game. I mean, you know I mean? I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking sometimes, you know. I mean, this dynamic football, it's just not happening. But I think, to be fair, going back to what the previous caller, two callers back said, I think um, I think with our, our team's changed so much in the summer 
And I think Norwood coming in at the last minute has changed his plans at the start of the season. And I think his, his original starting eleven is now not his original start. He's not his not his starting lineup every week. And I think he's really uh, he can't find his his, his favourite eleven. And I think in midfield we're struggling still. We've got injuries, but our midfield at the moment is Hudson's right foot. Let's be honest. I mean that is our midfield, isn't it? Hudson's right foot punting it forward, and if Fondock can keep his elbows down and keep out the refs. Bad books, you know what I mean? We might have a chance, but that will happen I, I think, on Monday. I think his favourite eleven. I think he's he's got his back. I think he's got his back four, like who who yeah. he who he would pick. Um, he's got his front two. I think Norwood and not all. I think uh, and and from what we've seen, when they do work together well, they do work together well. Uh, and then the midfield, um, he's not had the opportunity to pick his best midfield yet. So I think I think Dickinson uh, definitely gets in there from what we've seen of him. Um, Possibly yeah. green on the right, and then yeah. Gardner, Gardner, Gardner and Lundstrom. I mean, we've not seen no, them yeah, together. No, I don't think they can well, play well, Lundstrom's. But we hear he's a box to box, so he yeah. can do the defensive. Thing. We, no, well, we don't know, do we? So you know, we've also got Dan Ward. So we, I think we're yet to see like what that midfield is and what his best eleven is. But you're right that frustrates fans. Especially, what? I mean, we, we have to accept they're in the fifth division, but we just had the conversation with the Gateshead fan. We've seen how. Some of the teams can play great football and not on massive budgets because because Gates did. Can that. I put this one out there? And this is for people in the comments as well. I was saying to Matt before the game. I know it's very unlikely to happen, but would you drop Hogan for Hobson? Because I think he's been suspect the last three three games with his positioning and Raglan's having to cover for him. And although he's a club captain, but I think his legs have gone. Listen, I, I agree, complete, Dave. And I think I think Raglan has been a complete find. He's a bonus to me. He's, he's one of our players that he's he's, he's taken over from Yarny Raglan. I think he's an absolute find, Raglan. And I think he's I think he'll be a he'll be a rock. And I I sort of agree that Ogan, he, he seems to he, he's happy to blame everybody, but he makes his own. He, his heading seems he's got a head like a ten bob. It goes up in the air. He, he doesn't go for. <laughs> no, he, he's serious. I'm ten bob fifty p for. I, I said fifty p. Yeah, fifty p. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking about young old people, uh, respect to people like Tom. You know, born in 1994. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's a jinx, but since then we've been going downhill. But I mean, he, these youngsters have had nothing to follow, have they? I mean, we've seen the glory days as older people. You know, what I mean, we've seen good times at Benji Park, and these young people that follow us. I mean, we've got to respect them to and give them something to cheer about. And I think Unsworth just got to give us something to to work on this season now. You know, what I mean, I, I still think we'll get in the playoffs. And that could still see us going up, and it it will click. But it's just it's just not working at the moment. Is it? It's just not working. I don't know why. I mean, and I mean, sure, Unsworth, he must he must he must go and butt the door and you know kick the dog and everything. You know what I mean? Because he must get fed up with it. Because mm. he, he, he he says it's good in training. He's not a liar, is he? He's not lying to us. He must be good in training, but yet on that's, a Saturday, depends on Tuesday, you ask Chris. <laughs> depends <laughs> who you ask. <laughs> gets that I accusation mean, about him a lot on here. Well, yeah. well, well, I don't, I don't, I think he's, he's, I, I might call him a few words, but I don't, one thing I don't think, I don't think he's a liar. And I, you know, I, I think the guy, he wants to succeed. And I mean, he talks the talk. And I just wish he could just deliver it for us. Cause I mean, if he can, I, I think, you know, we've got a great back, we've got a great management staff. I think it, the setup is, is set up now for us to go forward as a good club, yeah. but yeah. we're not doing it. And, I, and the question I'm asking is, why the bloody hell is it not happening? Because I felt pre-season, I, I was buzzing. I was, this is it, you know. It's our year. I was cracked, cracked on this year. And, and already, you know, I feel like it's like, 
and they said, you know, you're not even in September yet, and, that, and that, his season's bleeding over you. There's a point here. Oh no, not that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Hogan will be suspended, Stu. And there is a there is an issue around discipline, isn't there? And whether or not it's just something that is because of these new rules, you know, with with yellow cards and referees and stuff like that. Maybe maybe everybody's bookings are up because we do seem to have had a lot of bookings and we've had hey, two listen. yellow cards as well. But you know, maybe that's just something that's a trend across the game. I'm not sure. I think I think the referee standard. I mean, I mean, I'm an ex-ref and Dave is one. I know, but it, it's questionable. It's questionable. Is a nice word for it. It's, it's crap. It's pants, and it's worse. It's worse than our midfield. The, the referee standard displays, aren't they? You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's got to, They've got to do something. The, the, when the assessor's right in terms of saying, "I'm sorry," he should have had a red card and a penalty. Something's gone badly wrong somewhere. I mean, you know, you, you, you on a on a season, you get. You get swings and mendelates, but we just seem to be going on a downhill elter skelter at the moment by the referees. We, mm-hmm. We're getting a short I mean, shift. Off. Yeah, I mean, they are clamping look, down on dissent, though, and it's you can see it in the Premier yeah. League, you can see it in all levels now. I mean, like, it is needed, um, and yeah, it, it's just going to be, it's, it's gonna be yeah. first next two seasons is going to yeah. be silly yellow cards, silly red cards, but it'll, it'll yeah. soon get the it'll soon when it costs teams matches. Like can you I said, you a, like sorry. you said, then, though, Chris, about about like you know. Um, because of everything that we've been through and where we were at 12 months ago, and now we all want, we were all desperate for a great start to the season, but things are ultimately on the up and, and, and everything's going to get better. Everything's going to get a damn sight better than it was. Um, And we all want it now. Of course we do, but it doesn't mean we're going to get it now. And like, Mm. I I hope, I I still, like you said, Chris, I still think that this team is going to make a real solid, um, play for the playoffs and I think we'll be up there by the end of the season I, I, I think there's too much quality in this squad uh, ultimately it might be with David Unsworth in charge it might not be uh, that will be determined by whether or not David Unsworth gets gets wins and gets points on the board and that's up to him and it's up to his team and it's not up to us and it's not up to anybody who's shouting for him to be gone because it's ultimately mm. it's, it's, it, it's mm. results from mm. performance mm. based so I want him to succeed I it's the best thing for this club that he Start, turns it around and becomes successful because financially, momentum-wise, infrastructure-wise, everything-wise, it's best for the club that that happens. So I genuinely, 100%, wish that that, that will, will happen. But that's just because that's what I hope for. doesn't mean that we're, that's what's going to happen. That's just the way it is. So, do you, Did you have a question, Chris? Yeah, I've got a quick question for you. Where, where do you think Willoughby's going to fit into our our team and squad? Because he was he was a player that he, he actively searched and went for. I felt Unsworth went for him and he brought him in. But yet he doesn't seem to be figuring now. So what what do you think? Where do you think he's going to fit into Unsworth's plans or the team plan? Is 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 he uh, is he, he's not sure he's not brought him as a bench player? Willoughby hasn't accepted to come as a bench player, but he. I, I, I think they're on rotation, these strikers. I think they're all on rotation. Uh, the Tuesday, Saturday is going to be a big uh, factor. But he needs to be played in his right position. He played out, out out on the left against Chesterfield and he played like in a 4-3-3. I thought he looked pretty sharp um, against Solihull. And then he, he sort of went wider and wider and then became a little bit more ineffective. But I'd like to see him up front with Nuttall. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd rather see us con- f- commit to a formation like Reed and Nuttall or whatever, or yeah. Fondop and Willoughby, like the two players playing off each other. That sort of like because Fondop was winning everything, weren't he? Do you yeah, know what I mean? and and then... I'd rather see us do that and stick with that, regardless. Because I think <laughs> we've got that. 
Yeah, he does. He does win everything for you. You can't not fumble, but his efforts are immense. But he just uh, his elbows are. And he's, he's, a liability. He's, he's a liability as well at the same time. He's a genius, he's, but a liability, and he's crazy. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not moving about for no reason at all. He's he's moved about at several clubs because he's he's got these these. But he's God's yeah. number nine. He's a religious man, but man, he's a religious man. But he's a Kalashnikov. Yeah, he's he he, work, you know? he could have He's a religious man, but you think Jesus Christ? What yeah. have you done that? He could have done with some divine intervention on Saturday, yeah, yeah, but he yeah. didn't get it, did he? <laughs> right, we're yes. going to move on. We've got a few more callers, and I'm bursting for a piece. Can, so, I, give um, me, can I give you a prediction for Saturday? Yeah, yeah go, go. Me, me head saying, me head saying, uh, we're going to lose, but my heart saying we're going to sneak a win on Saturday, and it's going to turn on Saturday. Course, course, it's the hope that kills like you. End of October, we'll be in the playoffs. I'm up for it. I'm up for that. All right, so cheers, good. Chris. See you, lads. All the best. Keep it going. Bye, fellas. Thanks. Cheers. Right, let's bring in Chris. Hello, Chris. Thank you for waiting so patiently. No, you're all good. Don't worry. How are you too? You okay? Yeah, good, mate. Mm. Good, yeah. I, I could see you, like, you know, nodding in agreement and shaking your head and at certain points and, you know, like, yeah. what, is it, what is it that you what is it that you want to say? I, I don't know. I think it's a proper tale of two sides in it this season, I think. You can so understand your guys' point of view, and we know where you might sit, and, and obviously, you, yeah, yeah, I think I agree in the sense that he does need probably a bit more patience and a bit more time. But I mean, you can understand fans' criticisms of him as well in the same sense. I mean, I think the biggest thing is the, it's just contrasting messages from Unsworth, and I think he doesn't help himself at all. I think, I mean, we, we've talked about fast, dynamic football, but then. He has this really negative approach to games and, and this idea of soaking up pressure and hitting teams on the counter-attack. And I think that's what he's meant by fast, dynamic football. But fans took it completely the opposite way. And you can understand why, because that's not what, what you, you know, you'd say counter-attacking football, not you not fast, dynamic football. So it's one of them. Um, I just think it's just not the obvious approach for a, for a team that's going to be at the top end of a league. I think you, you're going to open yourself up to... To, to take and soak up pressure and you've got to be a solid defence haven't you to, to, to sit there for 90 minutes and not concede goals I think I don't know is it is it a question because of um, because of the players that we've got and the injuries that we've got maybe is it because he's you know his, his mentality is that you know he's a defender and that's his background and that's what he knows to do he knows how to defend so he, he does that bit first and then goes forward but I mean someone said it before didn't they they compared him to like a, you know Steve Bruce Sam Allardyce but you know what? What those managers? You don't. You, you're not seeing them at the top of the end of leagues, really, are you? You're not seeing them managing. You know your big, big. You know your big sides in in the, in the leagues, yeah. But you're not seeing them. You know top top of the top end of the table, are you? So I don't know. It's hard. I think. Well, there's loads of other things really with his contrasting messages. He talked. I mean, I went to the fan forum with you guys, and he talked about in that he said he didn't didn't doesn't need a right back. Will Sutton's good enough and. I mean, yeah, I think that was an element of him saying and being savvy. And he, he's in, he was in the market, weren't he? I think there was rumours that he was in for Regan Ogle at Sunthorpe and, and this, that and the other. And then obviously he's gone out and he's got Freeman, hasn't he? But I don't know. I think the biggest frustration really is his view of games. I think he sees what we don't see. And I think it's all well and good saying we had this many chances and that many chances. But if we're not tucking them away, we're not scoring. It doesn't matter. He could... It could have been a completely different game at Solly Hull. Yeah. If we'd have scored them two goals, we'd have been two 0 up and laughing at half time. And you go, "Oh, great!" And and Fondop's probably not putting that challenge in. And agreed. You know, you 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 turn around going, "Oh, what a result at, at Solly Hull!" But I don't know. I just think it's it's hard. It's a real it's a real side of 
it's real tailored to science, really. I think as a season, it's it, you come in and there's so much expectation. I think, and maybe that's the, that's the problem. I think fans coming away going, you know, we, we're going to finish second, and the bookies had us second, and everyone's walking away thinking, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do magical things. But I think you've just got to look at last season. You know, we finished twelfth, and we finished twelfth for good reason. Yeah, we had a you know obviously difficult start to the season with the turmoil and everything, and. And then obviously it's turned around, but I think people expecting you to walk in and, and be, you know, battering teams and, and you know, HMS Pistol League and all the rest of the, the stuff. And I just think it's it's hard. I think you've got to be realistic. You, we, we weren't going to turn around, especially with the amount of players that we had brought in, the amount of gel that's going to need to be happening in the side. We weren't going to blow sides away, were we? So what I don't would you know. Do, Chris? What would you do, Chris? I, I think. I think... I don't know, it's hard. Like I said before, it's 8,000 managers in a stadium and what do I know? Do you know what I mean? So, but I think, I mean, people have people have suggested all sorts, haven't they? It's, you know, people say play Dan Gardner and I think the huge positive is we've got 90 minutes out of him against Solid Hull. Mm-hmm. So at least there's some, you know, his legs seem to be underneath him a little bit. We're not going to get him game after game doing that because I just don't think he's, he's anywhere near fit enough. I think the issue really, it's the Shelton and Sheeran thing and I think that's been there out of necessity. I think you've got Dickinson. You can can you put Dickinson in the middle of the park instead of putting him out wide, and then you've got another option. It, it's really hard. I think I think there are positives to take away. I think yeah, with obviously Norwood's different class. I think he's he's played not even when he's on the ball, when he's off the ball. The little things that he does, his movement. I think when you watch him, if you if you watch him as a, as an individual, he's he's different level. Yeah. Um, as he's, he's a leader as well. If you watch, yeah. if you watch it, how he talks, he's, he's always talking player, to everybody. Right? He's movement, always giving he's... instructions, and he's, he's he is. I mean, you can see it, and 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 that's what we need. Those characters on the, on, on the pitch. I think it's been it's been a really really good call. Like it's been really considered, um, and and you've looked at things from from lots of different points of view. And I think it, it's hard. I one, think we one of the things it. that's very frustrating, Chris, and I think that, that this is the difference. I think football managers look at the game very differently than football yeah. fans look at the game, and 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 what I because the I job depends on it. Yeah, that's and why. also because they have to look at the opposition in a lot more detail. They have to look at individual threats, the way that the, the other teams set up. We go into a game, we we don't know what how Solly will play. We don't really pay any attention to it. We we we, we get here and we want Oldham to do this. And 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 that's fine because we want to see our teams blow everybody away like Man City do, and you know that's a different level completely. But like it would be really interesting, and it might be something for the club to consider, where maybe if we could get a bit more of an insight from the managers, from the coaching staff, in some kind of in the way that some of the media just just have, learn a bit more about how they see the game, and you know, like when you see these documentaries and stuff, and you've got mm. a bit more insight into into uh, the mind and the management yeah. and how things work and because I think there's a disconnect between how fans see football mm-hmm. and how it's being thought about within internally I don't know it's just I just that think it's, I think it's hard like I say I think I think that's I mean, it's arguably more of a negative when when Unsworth comes out in his interviews doesn't he I think he tries to explain himself and tries to explain kind of what his thought process was in a sense but he overcompensates for his yeah, he, he, doesn't, like he, doesn't, he doesn't yeah, he doesn't help himself, does he, at all? And I think he opens himself up to criticism. And, you know, people, fans are going to criticise him. You know, you, you, you've won one in six and, you know, you're going to get criticism. Any manager in the world would, would you, you know, you could have Alex Ferguson at, at the helm and you're still going to get criticism if yeah. you've won one in six. Do you know what I mean? Especially with the expectation that was there. So, mm. I don't know, it's hard. I, I do want to see, 
a bit more expansive football. I think that's the thing. I want to see that change in mentality. And I think maybe that's what he tried to do with a 4-3-3. I don't think we've got a players for players for a 4-3-3. I mean, he put Willoughby out wide on the left, and I just think it's he's a, yeah. it's a complete waste. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think a four I, four I think two is the reality is we've got players for four four two. He just needs to stick with it and stick with one system and consistently improve it, and then we'll see where we are come come kind of October November. Nice one. Listen, that that was a really good call. We we do have a request here to get Jack on, and he he is waiting. He's going to be our last caller, so we're going to be. But that was a really good call, Chris. Thanks very much. Uh, do all phone good. in again, won't yeah, you, mate? Please phone in. No again. worries, all good. Please. All right, mate. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers mate. Cheers. See you now. Here he is. Whack attack. How are you, Jack? Hi, you're all right. I saw you on the Monday actually uh, out the back of the Rochdale Road end. Yeah, I saw you fighting. Yeah, you were taller than I, than, I, than, I, than I thought you were. You were Probably quite tall, aren't you? And and I walked past, but I was, I was just got a bit. Then I got a bit distracted to run you because I was going to grab you and say hello, but you you just um, I, I lost you. But you saw so you were there on Monday. Matt, he was spying you. on. Uh, spying on you, you were coming out of the Rochdale Road end, which is uh, you know you saw it from the same stand as I saw it from. What what's your take on the Monday's game? Uh, I think in that game it was we. We set up like he tried something different and it didn't work. The midfield, I thought, I think he did great by starting Dan Gardner, but like he said in an interview, uh, playing Saturday Monday, you can't have the exact same team starting because obviously fitness. So yep. he had to make a change, and I won't say the team was weaker; it was weakened by not having Norwood starting, but. I don't know really because the game was a much different game to what I was expecting. I was expecting like I did say six points and we only got one. That's quite disappointing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. In the second half, I thought we played better with ten men than eleven. Agreed. Because we made the chances, and then the referee didn't help either. To be honest. And it was well, it, it was it was it was pretty fine. It was fine margins the other the other night, wasn't it? Because it, I mean, we had some great chances. You, you're like diving header from Reed in in front yeah. of the Russell Road end. That could have gone in the two goals earlier on in the game. Shelton should have put one away. Yeah, it Reed was it was really away. disappointing. But you didn't. I, I came away from that from that game gutted because I felt like there was a result in there. And we and we just didn't get it. So I felt really disappointed for the players because they put a real shift in. Felt disappointed for the manager because I thought that everything that went against us in that game wasn't on him. Um, and it was just very sort of deflating, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the scoreline didn't reflect how we played because it should have been really all one nil, and we went for it and we got hit on the counter. And there's yeah, nothing exactly. to do about that. So yeah. that's just unlucky. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great goal that we conceded. It was, you know, they, they went through us far, far too easily. You could just see it coming. It was like a couple of passes, boom, 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 and then they were in. So that was disappointing. But against 10 men, it's, they're, they're going to catch you at some point. It's really, yeah. really hard to, to maintain a game for an hour with 10 men. But I don't know. I mean, wh- how would you go about um, the game at Gateshead? Would you, would you, would you, if you were Unsworth, would you be thinking, you know what? We can't afford to lose, and we need to set up um, to, to to avoid sc- uh, letting goals in. Or would you be thinking, you know what? It's about time we had a real goal. I think Unsworth will think. Um, I think they're going to play three-five-two. To be honest, because we got to play two up front. Cause we've got so many strikers. I I don't want to play it, but 
I think no. that's why you can actually land no. with us. Jack, don't say that, mate. But you I did say we get us. six points out and we got one, so I hope you're very, 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 very wrong. <laughs> uh, I just, please, God, no. Just four four two. Keep yeah, it simple and then revert to a four five one when we're under pressure. That's all we that's all we can do. Four four two, you probably a four five one when we go or we play Norwood up front and yeah. he'll do the same formation as Chesterfield and get him on the break. Mm. But don't say three five two. God no. He just did. Don't well ever. I mean, how do we know? Like, I mean we no might, one knows. maybe we should maybe Jack should go in there and you know have a game. Just maybe that's what we should do. I mean, like we have eight thousand managers. You know, maybe we should give it to the odd to the odd one every now and again. Well, see how he gets on, Ellis you know? Bradshaw, Dave is manager. I don't think I don't think Ellis is Dave about Unsworth you. or Dave Bradley. <laughs> Ellis, just comment if you want Dave Bradley as manager. No, 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 no. no, don't. I'm not joking. So, look, so you got we got one. You, Are we going to win on Saturday? You went though, for Jack? six points. Here we got one. I mean, <laughs> I think it's going to be a very scrappy game, and I think we, I think I think we're going to win one 0 well, look, I mean, we'll take it all I hope, day along. I hope you're wrong about the tactics, but I hope you're right about the yeah. result, mate. Uh, I'll, what would you do, though? How long has he got left, in your opinion, though? I uh, I was agreeing with, I think it was, I think it might have been Tom or Michael or said give him until Christmas, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I would give him until then, because then if you get a new manager in, they've got, they've got like a transfer to see if they want anyone gone or if they want anyone there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think as long as he's winning games, he stays in the job. As long as yeah. he, you know, if he keeps losing them, then it makes the, the board's decision uh, maybe a bit easier. So let's see. Let's start on Saturday with three points. We'll take it. Um, thanks for the call, Jack. Cheers, Jack. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Cheers, mate. Right, that's thanks. definitely going to be it. I think it. the call of the night was that lad. What was he called? First time caller. Chris was good. Was he called Matt? Was he called Matt? Me. Not you. The other man. No, there wasn't another man. What was, was the it? other guy called? Tom. 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 Mini Matt. Mini Matt. Yeah. He, he, no, I liked him because he said lots of things that Gals, I was you didn't. You yeah. didn't do too bad. Gaz was all right. Yeah. Gaz was Gaz okay. okay. Yeah. Um, look, I think I think we've given everybody a chance to set the points. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ibby, don't forget the old Ibster. He did. Uh, I think he was yeah, balanced. Yeah. I mean, just like to mention, you know, Ross, you've you've got the opportunity to come on and 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 talk. I know you're not watching this now, um, but you Great know, Shaw got, tomb. Okay. Oh, the death of the phone. The death of the phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> best caller was Luke, calling to Nick. Right. Uh, but, you know, yeah. he just gets it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's this platform is there. We we want to talk about it. It's a, We all want the same thing. We want the club to do well. And we're all on the same side. So let's, 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 we could do the bit of Jerry Springer. Club let's here. just chill out for crying out loud. Yeah, let's, let's try and love one another right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try and do some kind of meditative healing over the weekend and, and just start again. What a tantric. Meditation. I think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should Steady try it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, thanks for all your input tonight. We've gone on way longer than usual, but if people phone in and they want to have to say, then, then, then that's that's great. So thanks for getting involved, everybody, and um, we'll see you again. Bye.